Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the Improv Chronicle Podcast. I'm Lloydie. As the world struggles to find connection during a pandemic... Does being part of an improv community give you a head start on connection? And is there a difference to the sort of friendships that we make through performing improv? At the end of each episode of the Improv Chronicle, I invite you to get in touch if you've got an idea for an episode. And a few weeks ago, I got an email from someone telling me that the most profound friendships he's ever had are through improv. Is there an episode in that, he asked? Turns out there is. And when I started making it, I thought it might border on cheesy. But for me, at least, it's not. The people you're about to hear from are thought-provoking and honest. And what they say is truly heartwarming. My name is Stephen Morgan. Uh, I'm an improviser with Easy Laugh Space in Amsterdam. I'm originally from the UK. I learned improv in Australia. And now I live in the Netherlands. So what sort of friendships have you made from improv? Um, a large number, I think, actually, um, and often ones which are quite unexpected, um, or at least to my, uh, <laughs> my perception from before I started, in the sense that I've met people who I think that otherwise were from walks of life that I wouldn't have encountered or interacted with. Um, so, for example, um, one of the things that uh, before I joined Easy Laughs as a cast member, I would go to their Sunday workshops a lot, which would often see uh, 20 to 40 people um, turn up for a two-hour workshop. Um, and it would just be whoever turned up at that particular time. Sometimes you'd get uh, completely new faces. Sometimes you'd get uh, people who'd been doing it for a while or were currently doing a course well, sometimes you get people who just happen to be in Amsterdam for some time and uh, they just wanted to do some improv uh, while they were in a different city, in a different country. And um, I think that just uh, the combination of the fact that you're doing all of this, uh, these, these, these scenes and this work together, which involves a lot of trust uh, and a lot of um, ridiculous situations, um, then would be followed up by just, uh, you know, a coffee and some chatting and everything in the cafe afterwards. And it, it it would always be like a really nice experience. And I think that when you've got this thing where you, you, you all like the performing, you have something in common. You have something which uh, helps everything else become a little bit easier. Last weekend, I watched an online interview as part of the Sarasota Improv Festival, which this year was an online festival. 
The interviewer and interviewee had met and become friends through improvised comedy, and their friendship had this incredible chemistry as I watched the interview. So I caught up with them the next day and asked them how improv had brought them together as friends. Hey, I'm Elise. I'm an improviser and an instructor here in Sarasota, Florida with Florida Studio Theatre. Hi, I'm John Gibertatios. I am a improviser and uh, more <laughs> here in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Now, you two know each other and have become friends through improv. So how did that happen? Uh, so we met in Boston at the Boston Improv Festival. And ironically, I think that that year they were they had a, a diversity initiative for their improv festival. So um, so we met in that context. And now I think that has also been a part of our conversation as friends. But um, we, we met at the festival. And then I, th- I believe John met us up on one day that we were going to go to like tour around Boston with Will Luera, who is the ultimate Boston tour guide. And um, mm-hmm. we kind of just hung out all day. Um, him and Denzel, who is his, his duo partner, hung out with our cast. And we, we all just kind of bonded and we had for breakfast I think it was oysters and whiskey well I had oysters and whiskey for breakfast and then we Mm -hmm. had cannoli for lunch oh yeah and then oh yeah that Italian uh oh oh, that place was so good and then we had Italian for dinner so it was it was an interesting day in terms of culinary adventures but it was really cool we got to we got to hang out and know each other and kind of you know just vibe on each other's energies how was the making of the friendship affected by the fact that you are both improvisers? Do you think that makes a difference, John? Um, yeah, yeah, there's a common language. It does make a difference. I think uh, we understand the levels of the spectrum of joy and also like the human reality, the existence of, uh, you know, being black or brown and, and or, you know, just like that experience in America, we, we could relate to that. So, yeah. The both, yeah. These just we just could just you know go to any anywhere on the spectrum and uh, support each other. As I was making this episode, I got a WhatsApp message from one of my friends, Mark. Mark and I play together in Rhymes Against Humanity, the improvised musical in Nottingham, England. Mark wanted to tell me about a friend he made in Korea, and told me how welcoming she'd been when he was travelling there. So of course, I checked the time in Korea and figured out a good time to call. Hi, I'm Helena Zhang from South Korea. I live in Seoul right now, and I'm leading Korean improv team. And also I'm teaching improv in Korean. So probably, maybe, I'm sure, I'm the first Korean improviser for full time and first teacher in Korea. What kind of friendships have you made from improv? I've met so many good expat improvisers first in SCI, it's a Seoul City Improv, that's mostly English teachers from overseas. So I've met American, Canadian, and Australian, and so many. And also I, I traveled a lot for the improv. So I've been in Chicago and Minneapolis and New York, LA, and also Canada category for the Kids Johnstone Workshop. So I've met so many improvisers and they are such a wonderful 
person and they are so warm. So still they, we are connected and we ask each other's um, safety in during pandemic. So I have so many beautiful people through, I've met through improv. Back to Elise and John. Aside from a common interest, what specific things do they think being an improviser gives to a friendship? I think that improv primes us to be better at relationships in general. And I think that friendships are are one of, second to obviously a romantic relationship, are one of the most intimate relationships that we have is a friendship. And I think improv primes us to, to be connected to pay attention to each other. I'll give you an example, in fact, of John that I always, I don't know if you know this, John, I don't think I've told you this before, but an example was when we were touring in Boston, we went to this church and I am someone who's very sensitive to like energy and I get tired really fast. Um, and John, because I, I feel like because he's a good human, but also because he's an improviser picked up on that. And I saw him kind of like, trailing behind me like hey are you okay we barely knew each other but he something in him said let me watch out for her right like i have her back and the fact that i'm an improviser allowed me to catch that wave right to say oh hey mm-hmm. he's paying attention there's kindness and there's care so i think that improv primes us to to be ready to connect and to be ready to be available for each other well the story goes differently to me i was like hey why are you guys leaving me uh, Elise, are you okay? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. John, do you think the bonds that we create as uh, improv friends um, are in any way stronger than regular f- friendships? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, well, first off, you know, we are in improv connecting and engaging with each other intentionally. We're coming together on the basis of play and that takes intentionality to be to be really invested in each other. There's uh, other friendships, you know, where people come together because they were like, oh, we went to school together. Oh, we play basketball together. Oh, you know, we work together. And those things are cool, but you didn't come together on the basis of something that requires you to really look at and invest in another person without a script. Without direction, you know? So, yeah, of course it does. And, and tenfold, because hopefully going into it with the idea of generos- like generosity and, uh, you know, empathy and, you know, all the things that you want you want in uh, humanity. You want to show up with that sort of energy 24-7. So when you can have an excuse, an excuse to be a good person that you want to be anyway, that most people want to be anyway, yeah, it's going to make it richer and better yeah, it's different for steve improv has helped him create brand new friendship bonds fast as someone in their 30s uh i found that there was a point where making friendships became a lot harder uh, especially as someone who moved away from the country that they're from to move to a place where i didn't know anyone so suddenly i had to work out um you know, who I was, what I wanted to do, and uh, uh, essentially recreate a new identity, which is simultaneously liberating and terrifying. But um, what I found was that when I was meeting people at, uh, I don't know, expat events, or maybe just uh, a friend of a friend um, dinner party, or just a regular party sort of thing, um, the conversation would often 
gravitate to the same handful of things, which uh, were either um, sports, which I have no interest in, uh, <laughs> or my work, which I have a similar level of interest in, my day job. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, naturally, when the conversation gravitates towards things which you don't want to talk about, but at the same time that you don't want to kind of try and wrestle where the conversation is going to go, um, I more often or not just end up asking people questions about themselves, which was interesting in itself. But there was something about that experience of improv and then meeting and interacting people. And, you know, the fact that essentially, like, perhaps I had been a, uh, I had been reenacting a, a cat um, and had been, you know, really going for it with the method acting for that particular scene. I feel like when someone has seen that and still wants to talk to you, that the, the thing that you've broken, you've broken the ice, or you shattered the ice, essentially. Helena definitely thinks improv is a fast track to friendship. Of course, it's easier and faster because improv can make them... So improv open people's heart easily because I think improv is a vulnerability. Because of that, we make friends very easily. And... I think basically they are already open mind. So that's why we can make a friendship very easily and in a good way. Do you think it goes beyond just the fact that, oh, we're, we're interested in the same thing? Is it something innate about being an improviser? Uh, first of all, yes, but that's not everything. I think, of course, we are doing improv and we are interested in improv. Because of that, we could meet. But inside of improv, we found the heart. We find the, the human being, truth in heart. Do you think when we improvise together, we're revealing things about ourselves to each uh -huh. other? without yes. even realizing it sometimes. Yes, of course. I think uh, doing improv together, improv together is finding ourselves and also finding your uh, partner without realizing because it's. A, I think improv is a journey to find someone include myself. Are these bonds that we create stronger? Back to Steve. Um, I mean, that's a very hard one to say because I have no control experiment to, to go alongside. But one thing I would say um, is that um, the, the improv bonds that I have made definitely feel stronger and deeper, I think. As in the people who I have met through improv, I felt more comfortable to be able to um, perhaps go another level at an earlier point of the conversation. I don't have to hold back as much, perhaps, because I also feel like you know that it's it's a this the trust that it, there is in that environment then sort of sort of bleeds through to any conversations that you have afterwards. And while you know I've, I've met people who uh, not through improv who I think are great and I've gone on with them completely fine and really like them, I do think that um, yeah that, that it's it's almost like an accelerated thing with improv. Helen believes the bonds we make as improvisers are stronger. Yes, I felt in Chicago and Minneapolis, 
I've been there just three weeks or two weeks or five weeks, but we have something in our friendship. So it's been already six years, four years, and we are far from the U.S. and, and Europe, but still we are together in the group. It's, a, it's, a, it's probably something different from the other relationship. I don't have a religion, but I feel like it's kind of a religion, I feel. So we have something, we've been together and doing improv together for just a few weeks. During the short time, we find ourselves and we rely on to them and we trust each other in very short time. We trust and we believe, we bonding very tightly because of that, still we contact and we miss each other so much. And even we didn't talk like uh, six months, but we do the Zoom call, we have uh, so many things to talk. Friendship and community is something most of us crave as human beings. And John thinks that the friendship and community we get from improv is priceless. Being in Minneapolis right now with George Floyd being murdered by the police you don't really understand um, how community can be so meaningful and so practical and so necessary until somebody's like in a tragedy that's, you know, that just is like bigger than, you know, uh, like when people, when disasters happen, natural disasters or, you know, just kind of any sort of thing like that. Um, it, it is uh, it's so powerful like i could hit up at least at four or five in the morning three in the morning and she would know not to judge it she's just ready right it's just yep, absolutely yeah and to know that i could have that option is um that that's you can't put a price on that that's something like and to know that we can come together and whether i want to cry or if i just need to listen to at least talk about whatever because i just want to, to distract myself that's uh, you never really, you know, I didn't understand like the level of importance of community until um, the world saw the tragedy. Then I was like, wow, okay. I mean, I already knew about community, but like when the world watches a tragedy happen, then it's like, fuck. Uh, yeah, it's nice to have somebody and many more people that understand that I I don't need therapy from them. I just need them to hold space that's bigger than just, you know, what we assume. If, you, if you're comfortable with me on stage being wacky, we could play. Then when I'm vulnerable off stage, I feel it's, it's just, it just feels way more open and way more free. Next time on the Improv Chronicle podcast. Taking a break from improv. Online improv has become a big thing during the pandemic, but not everybody wants to take their improv online or teach online. So some people have taken a complete break. Next time you'll hear from people who've decided to spend some time away from the art form they love and how that's been for them. The Improv Chronicle podcast is produced and hosted by me, Lloydy James Lloyd. You can help the podcast right now. Subscribe and rate us on your favourite podcast app. Make a one-off donation to help the cost of production by clicking the link at the top of the show notes. And if you have an idea for a possible episode, go to improvchronicle.com.
when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.